0: in lockdown. You're looking at the future. You don't know if it's a train coming at you or the sun shining bright. I'll tell you right now, it's the sun shining bright. Welcome to another fantastical Loftus Party podcast. The Loftus Party. I always people, whatever. I'm not going to go up. But it's it's. We're recording this on a Mother's Day. It's a very busy. I'm going to go. Here's a here's a little Sean Hannity for you. I'm working on my Sean Hannity impression on a very busy news night. <laughs> We got a great show for you. We got so much to cover. Uh, Gypsy is still in uh, quarantine camp, but she's got an, an amazing uh, crystal ball she's been looking at, coming at. with. You got a lot of facts and figures, a lot of data, a lot of analysis. Ain't that right, Gypsy?
1: I got the data, I got the analysis, and I'm also not locked down.
0: Whoa, she's flying free. Gypsy got to roam. The Gypsy, she's a free bird. Okay. Absolutely. Here's what we have on the show. Here's what we have coming up on the show. We've got a lot of insight into what's going on with General Flynn, the FBI, Comey, Brennan, Obama, question mark. Definitely Adam Schiff. We've got some uh, COVID-19. we got some Wuhan. we got some Wuhan talk coming up in the B block and then in the C block. Exciting stuff on the uh the star wars front, the entertainment front. My goodness, let's just jump in because as Sean Hannity would say, it's a very busy news night. I'm going to I'm going to kick it off. All with, right. Thank goodness we got Big Billy Barr in there. You and I have been fans since oh, yeah. Jump Street, since Jump Street the DOJ dropped their case about Flynn and We've got, I believe it's uh, Richard Grinnell in there who is yeah. just saying, take a look at this memo, take a look at this transcript, and it is all coming out. And I think the timing, you couldn't have uh, – Roosevelt once said, FDR once said, uh, nothing in politics happens by accident. If it, if it happens, it was planned that way. I love that. I love that, uh, that quote from FDR – From FDR, so but
1: I I love I love the catch I love the catch twenty two that Trump has. Well, Trump has the whole like intelligence apparatus in this catch twenty two, right? Because they got Rick Rick Grinnell in there as as an acting who is just a bulldog, right? Yeah, and then I got. Um, John Ratcliffe going through the confirmation process, who's going to be a Bulldog? Like, they don't have a good option. You either leave Grinnell in there ripping you apart, or you let yeah. Ratcliffe come in and do it. I think it's awesome.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's great. And then you still have – and this is what I mean. Like, like uh, people – Everybody is up to speed on COVID nineteen. Everybody's up to speed on the Wuhan. Everybody knows what's up. What's up. What's up. There's going to be some uh, other stuff to talk about, which we'll get to in the the B block. So now this story has some oxygen. This story has some oxygen, and I'm going full tilt boogie with it. I went so far. If you go to uh, the or you go to our YouTube channel, you see that uh, I'm a, I'm all I'm talking about treason. I'm talking about treason here, and and they, they've released these memos on Flynn, and they've also got the transcripts from when Adam Schiff was interviewing people about Russian collusion, and they had no evidence, you guys, none, and I'm talking about people like Susan Rice saying it. I'm talking about Obama people are going, yeah, there's really – we don't have any uh, evidence of that. There's no direct evidence of that. And then you have the the Flynn thing happen, happening uh, simultaneously. But you've got Adam Schiff who I didn't – like I despise that guy. I despise that. I always thought he was like kind of like a typical power-hungry douchebag. But he has taken it to another level. So he knew, he oh, knew yeah. the whole time, and oh, yeah. he was out there on all the Sunday shows. And and boy, Tucker Carlson has a phenomenal clip, a phenomenal clip, where where uh, Adam Schiff was uh-huh. on the the Tucker show, and Tucker goes look directly into the camera and say that you know it was uh, the Russians. That, that hacked Podesta's email. And of course, uh, Shift is like, Oh, your show is going to be sponsored by Russian television. Maybe you're in the pocket. And he was claiming everywhere that he had direct evidence and he didn't have any, he didn't have any. And the media never pushed back. And, and you guys, I, I'm, I, I got to You got to give big shouts out to, uh, Devin Nunez for hanging tough. That dude was hanging tough. And then, uh, how do you say this guy's last name, uh, Gimlet? Matt Gets. Matt Gates?
1: Matt Gates. Matt and also Den- Den- uh, Devin Nunez. <laughs> I was trying to say Dennis for some reason. Sorry, guys. Uh, Devin Nunes is his right hand man, Kosh Patel, who's now right hand man to uh, Rick Grinnell in this whole little episode. So, yeah. Kosh yeah. Patel is the member of Nunes' staff who authored most of the Republican memo. Yeah, um, which Schiff said that's a lie. There, da 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 da. When he knew it was all true.
0: So here's where I here's where I go, and and listen, you guys. Obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a I'm just a, a passionate American. I'm just a, a passionate American with a background in the entertainment industry. I want people to be sentenced to death for this. I want jim comey i and, and this is what uh, what i was talking about in my youtube video like I, i'm not what else can you call it like so they they knew there was nothing on flynn they knew that it was entrapment on the fbi what do you want us to do get him to lie Do you want him to get fired Do you want him to go to jail what are we want to do here what are we going to do so you know that was happening they knew there was no russian collusion yet they were going forward with that narrative anyway how do you not reach the conclusion that this was a attempted coup? There is no other way to slice it or dice it. This isn't – they weren't just goofing around. It's not like they were going uh, out to to change the head of the uh, – the, The FDA, it wasn't like they were out to replace the head of the energy department. We are talking about they didn't like Donald Trump. They didn't want him in the White House. So a bunch of people got together, James Comey, Jimmy Clapper, John Brennan, uh, uh, Adam Schiff. The list goes on and on. These weren't just independent operators. We, you have a ring of conspirators. And when I checked, when you try to overthrow the government, that's treason. You have to die. I want these guys to be looking at the death penalty for treason. And I am not even kidding. I am not even kidding. We need to send a, a strong message. Uh, hey, Gypsy, who did, you, who did you vote for for the head of the FBI? I didn't, did I, I didn't, vote
1: for for the head of the FBI? Yeah, I,
0: I didn't. I didn't vote for anybody for head of the FBI. Oh no,
1: no, no! I did not, and I certainly don't like the one that's there now, by all accounts.
0: Right. So, so you have uh, unelected officials. You got you got a guy like uh, uh, James Comey inside baseball. You know, hey, I'm going to work in the uh, airline department. I'm going to work over this airline company, make a couple billion over there, get some uh, some sweet deals going for the. For the government, and I'm going to come back to the FBI, going to de- declare myself a boycott while trying to overthrow the duly elected president of the United States. And and I and I was watching uh, Trey Gowdy on on <laughs> on Sean Hannity and Trey Gowdy's talking about Adam Schiff. And he's like, yeah, he's got immunity. He's got immunity. What? What? No, no, I'm talking. Listen, full tilt boogie. I want Adam Schiff on trial. I want Adam Schiff on trial. I want James Comey, John Brennan, all of them, all of them. That, this is an attempt. I'm, to...
1: I'm at step one.
0: Okay. Where are you at? Remove, remove. I want wall. the
1: 5 a.m. <laughs> raid where they're taken out and perp walked out of their homes. And I want it broadcast live on Fox, just like they did to Roger Stone.
0: That would be awesome. That would yeah. be awesome. I I, I would love it. It
1: won't happen because Barr is like way more by the book than that, but that would make me exceptionally happy. Um, I would also like to see some of Jim Comey's tweets flagged by Twitter as disinformation, but that's not going to happen either. Um, And I just wish John Brennan would shut up. How we ended up taking someone into our intelligence apparatus who had previously four years before when he was originally hired voted for a communist i will never know that was during the cold war it's <laughs> like it, how did it's we mind-boggling this guy
0: it's mind-boggling oh. well you've got it's just just sticking just sticking with this i uh, i don't know how else how else do you what else are they going to call it if they don't call it treason what else are they going to call it if they don't call it an attempted coup? You're like as a just as a guy who watches TV shows that, that that are about crime. If you just watch a couple episodes of Law and Order, you're like, "Okay, so they were going after Flynn. All right, why? Why? Okay, they were lying about Russian collusion. Why? They were spying on the Trump. Why? Why were they doing that? why 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 because they were hoping to get some evidence together they were hoping that it was a it was a wish and a prayer hoping there was something there and they could get rid of the president they took a uh that you took a you took a swing at the king and you didn't hit him now it's time to pay the piper we cannot let this stand and and i cannot believe that there's not more anger that there's not more just like
1: Unbridled.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about on the right. I'm talking about like I feel very lonely talking about treason.
1: I feel very I feel very lonely,
0: but I'm going hardcore on it.
1: I just feel like uh, what happened to my country, like in what universe when I was a kid and before I was born, you had Nixon jerking around in an election right yes he he was aware of something that was illegal in reference to an election and it was a bipartisan there was bipartisan anger yes where is the bipartisan anger here where where are the decent liberals who look at this and say Oh, my God, that's such an abuse of power, and we don't like that. Apparently, they only like abuses of power until they're in power, which scares me.
0: Well, that that is the terrifying notion, because here's, here's the matchy-matchy part. Uh, Nixon was Republican. Everybody hated him. They wanted to take him down. Donald Trump is a, is a Republican. They want to take him down. It's just the media doesn't care, and we've talked about this before on the show. The media doesn't care. When it's a, when well, it's a Democrat not a in the White House.
1: Though. They're not a check on government in any way, shape, or form.
0: No, they certainly haven't. And it's become abundantly clear that the, the, the media is a, is a giant failure. And I love the new media. And I love being part of the new media. I love – I got so delighted the other day when I'm uncovering this stuff and posting stories to the theloftestparty.com. And now they got Obama knew about the Flynn phone calls, Obama Knew about what was going on with General Flynn. So listen, and and I'm I'm going to say this genuinely. I'm going to say this quite genuinely. It it really is a a heartbreaker, and it is really a bummer to even have a president's name bandied about in this. Like with with
1: with
0: I don't get too much into Obama because it doesn't matter. I don't want I don't want I don't first I don't want this to be true. And it's and it's easy to like I, I listen, Brennan, Comey, Schiff, uh, Adam McKay, Peter pre Peter Strzok, those are some good villains right there. Those are some good villains. But I don't want to I don't want to think that the president was was doing this too. He was That's,
1: totally into it. He's the one that started it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do, it's do you just realize such a that when
1: when he met with President Trump, the only person he said? Don't want to do this. This is a bad dude. He was talking about Michael Flynn. And Michael Flynn, Gen- General Michael Flynn, 30 years of service, his, his cardinal sin was opposing the Iran deal and exposing intelligence failures in Afghanistan. Because if you were a part, say the DIA, head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, right? If you were a mm-hmm. part of the Obama administration, your primary job was to protect the precious. Who are not allowed to tell the truth and give the American people information that was not the same as what the administration was doing. And I'm sorry, but when you start looking at organizations like the DIA and our military apparatus, they're supposed to be somewhat apolitical. Yes. They're not supposed to, like, toe a line. They're supposed to do... The best they can to make sure that our investment in blood and treasure is as low as it can be. And when General Flynn did that, he got canned.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the moment. That seems to be the moment where Obama is like, hey, uh, you know, we went over and we got Osama bin Laden. I guess that's the end of that. I guess that's the end of that. And uh, and Flynn was like, "Well, not so fast. It looks like the bad guys are regrouping over here, and you're going to have a bigger problem on your hand over over in this location, that location, this location." Son, you got to go. Then and, and he got canned. So I well, want... not
1: only that, not only did he get canned, but once he started to become part of the Trump circle, and was blatant about the fact that if he took the position national security advisor he was going to start reforming the intelligence agencies okay Yeah. because he believed intelligence was for the battlefield and should come from the military as opposed to these bureaucratic agencies and he he was very clear about taking resources out of the D.C. offices and putting them in the field where they belong so they actually started i mean it, it all started with that Crap! In 2016, where he supposedly had that affair with Svetlana Lukova, they were literally trying to make him poison for the Trump administration, so that he would never come on because he was one of the few people in the foreign policy and intelligence establishment, if you will, that had been doing it for years, that knew how it operated.
0: Yes, and that was Trump had a lot of to, newbies
1: around him. When just wasn't break- one of them.
0: Yeah, just to, that's the, the perfect analogy right there. And that's that's what I was going to say as well for you, for you people who are just listening casually and just the, the bite sized nugget of it is never forget that Trump wasn't a politician. He, he right? he's, a, he's a business guy. So he he wins the presidency uh, and he's putting together his cabinet. And Michael Flynn, who'd been with him for a long way of the way, that's the guy who'd been around the block. He'd been around the block. He worked for Obama. You know, he'd worked for other presidents. He'd, he he knew what was up. He knew how the game was played. So if you want to, it, I'm telling you, it's like Game of Thrones, you guys. This is why Game of Thrones <laughs> resonates. If you want to really make sure that you can get to Trump, you've got to get rid of his right-hand man, who's Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn would be like, don't even do that. No, have your lawyers do that, blah, 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 blah. There's no other way to describe this. Other than a coup attempt, now when people come at you, and this is just like your little uh, your your armor that you can wear when you're having these political dis- discussions. And I'm trying to find the uh, the tweet right here. Here, found it. Okay, so people always like to go, well, well, Michael Flynn, he signed off on that thing. He lied. He lied. He lied. So. When it comes to that, Greta Van Susteren, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with Greta Van Susteren. She tweeted this out a couple days ago. She goes, I don't like the false statement statute or statute with a T. I don't like the false statement statute. If FBI says you are lying, even if you're not, you get indicted. FBI sometimes lie in investigations and don't get charged. Uh, Remember the Martha Stewart prosecution? She wasn't indicted for uh, insider trading. But the FBI said she lied. So when the FBI calls you a liar, you're a liar. That It's like done, dada da, game, set, match. And so I, the I think. The
1: problem was the FBI said he didn't lie. They were getting ready to close the case because there was nothing. And Strzok stopped them. It was Mueller's. Mueller's thugs that picked it up.
0: Yes. Okay, so I, here- I mean,
1: and and the other thing that is just stunning to me is you have three other people telling their stories. The most visible one is Katie McFarland, who was who was Flynn's deputy national security advisor. Yeah, they did the same thing to her. They just didn't have a kid to hold over her head. <clears throat> yeah,
0: yeah, and that's really what uh, what Flynn was trying to uh, save his mm-hmm. son. Uh, evidently, so before we go, before we end this block, we might come back to it. There's so much here. Uh, there's so much here to unpack. Here's something to think about: Trey Gowdy and Paul Ryan. They they suddenly disappeared from the political scene. They suddenly disappeared from the political scene. Matt Gates, Matt Gates, uh, was was on Hannity the other night. So, and there's there's video. There's, there, there's video, I saw a clip of, of Trey Gowdy when he's talking about the FBI's investigation. Trey Gowdy's going, oh, this was all on the up and up. This was all on the up and up. Every American should be happy with the way the FBI conducted this. Trey Gowdy said that. Matt Gates says that uh, he and Devin Nunez, back when the Republicans had control of the House, and remember we did, remember we did, okay. they were like, we want to subpoena this person, that person, this person. Uh, Trey Gowdy. And Paul Ryan were like, no, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. And Matt Matt Gates and, and Devin Nunez were always shaking their, scratching their heads. Why won't, why won't we, why can't we subpoena anybody? Why can't we subpoena anybody? And now Paul Ryan, remember he ducked out pretty quick. Young man, young man ducks out pretty quick. And then you got Trey Gowdy. Young man ducks out pretty quick, ducks out pretty quick. And he's talking a lot of smack now. And uh, I guess he's undefeated as a prosecutor. So I'm just telling you guys, it's looking, it's looking shady. And I'm talking, and I'm not, I'm when, when I'm talking treason, I'm talking Adam Schiff. I'm talking Jimmy Comey. I'm talking Brennan, uh, those, those guys. But uh, on the back burner, because you know, like, we always like to be ahead of it. We always like to be ahead of the curve. On the back burner, you guys... Uh, think about that from uh, from Trey Gowdy and, and, and Paul Ryan that's the little tease coming up after the break we are going to be talking some COVID, some Wuhan some encouraging numbers you guys, we're opening up we're opening up, we'll be right back
1: There's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over a hundred years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com slash insurance or stop by your local AAA store.
0: While we were on break, Gimlet alerted to me. She's, she's like, before we jump into the Wuhan, I got one more skeevy thing. I got one more. Ske- and you know you guys. You know me. I can't resist skeevy. You start dangling skeevy. I'm jumping in. What
1: do you got, Gimlet? So the heroes over at Official Watch who seem to be able to get more government documents than government agencies are able to get... Um, had actually subpoenaed the communications related to Susan Rice and her unmasking.
0: Yeah. Which
1: we still have not solved. Um, Right. Well, the Obama contingent had already sent all of the documents, emails, everything related to the Obama administration over to the Obama library, who says all of that is in storage for the next five years. Mm-hmm. None of it can be released, so we won't really know who Susan Rice was digging into until somebody can get a hold of that those documents. I don't know if the five-year um, time clock would hold up to a Department of Justice subpoena or something like that, but I, I really yeah. think we need to know at this point. I really do.
0: That was the skeeviness.
1: Well yeah, because they locked it all up. The Uh-oh. documents are not available. They can't be FOIA'd at this point by an outside agency. The only way they're gonna get out is if they're subpoenaed. That uh And well, e- if that even works. I don't even know if, if it can I, like if it can penetrate that. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, that's a little skeevy. That's a little skeevy. That's a little juicy. That's a little juicy. Uh, but <laughs> okay but uh, well no it's like it's a it's a nice little thing I know that uh
1: well just uh, like Biden's oh, stuff is locked up in freaking Delaware and he won't he won't release it even though he said in his interview with Mika I had a lot of conversations with Barack Obama about a certain topic really could that have been Ukraine maybe Burisma? Well, that's,
0: that's that's like we actually... need to see that. That's wonderful because, uh, you know, that's if 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 we're now on the side of the Spanish Inquisition, we're like, if you are innocent, if you're innocent, show us the proof. Show us the proof. I can't do it because it's locked up. Oh, so you're afraid to open it up. You can play that a million ways to Sunday. It's 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 wonderful to reason with a capital T, you guys. All right. We got to talk about the encouraging news about uh, the Wuhan. We got to talk about uh, all the good stuff that's coming, and and also we got to talk about uh, Governor Gretchen and all these uh, these just villainous villainous people in in the news, and how uh, Americans are are quickly getting tired of it. They're quickly getting tired of it, and we're going to encourage that. I'll remind you. I'll remind you. If you are listening in the Dallas area, I will be performing. I'm going to be doing shows at the Addison Improv. I believe it's May 21, 22, 23, 24. It's going to be a good time. You guys uh are are first in line. I announced it on Facebook last week. It was here on the podcast though last week before even Facebook. You guys are on the inside inside track cuz I've 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 had enough. I've had enough. There's new numbers coming out of Oh, I was hold on go one to second. Dallas, There's new, new numbers. Oh, my gosh. I want that. I want that that woman to cut my hair. Ted Cruz already beat me to it. He sucked all the oxygen out of the room. But I totally <laughs> want that woman uh,
1: needed a haircut. To cut my
0: hair. Here's some uh, some wonderful news. They did some. They're doing more testing uh, in Arizona. I'm, just, I'm taking this state because this is where I'm, I'm getting the numbers from. And uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but but. Trust me when I tell you. Why would I ever lie? I would never. I'm never going to lie to you guys. I'm never going to lie to you guys right now, right here, right now. Uh, They've done more testing in Arizona, and they've found out a, a bunch more people have had this than they thought. And from the amount of tests they've done, that extrapolates out to a certain number. You increase that by a number of blah, 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 blah. The chances of surviving this. Here's your chances. You get the COVID-19. You're like, uh-oh, is it lights out? Should I get my affairs in order? Uh, wh- what did we say it was? 99.8%. 99.8% you're mm-hmm. going to be fine. 998 That's like a radio station. But seriously, if you're in Vegas, if you're in Vegas and you go up to the roulette table and you're like, what are my odds of winning? And they're like 998 Come on. You're betting the farm on that. You're betting the farm on that. It's really good news, you guys. It's really good news. And the more you find out about uh, Nipples McGee Cuomo in New York and what he did to those nursing homes, wow!
1: They're all that's like, criminal. No. Uh. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that is <laughs>
0: criminal.
1: Well, I mean some of the early intelligence was I mean can you remember ever hearing about coronavirus and not hearing in some way from the task force like dr. Burks dr. fauci etc that people over 65 especially those with pre-existing conditions are at the biggest risk risk yeah like that's been that's been part of the story the whole time and then yeah. what sometime in, Late March or early April, he's shoving these COVID positive patients back into their nursing homes like that you would have to. It, it defies common sense to think that he wouldn't have been aware that that would be a significant public health risk.
0: It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it, but it, it it's it, I, I, it, it's uh, it's horrifying to even think about. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. that's not a That's not a that's not an oopsie daisy. That's a that, that's that's criminal. Once again, and then I heard yesterday criminal.
1: Newsom's paying nursing homes to take them back. Like, why would you even offer that?
0: Gavin Newsom, that guy's a ghoul. That Man, guy's this a is ghoul. A political trouble. And, I tell you. I hope so. I you know hope which so.
1: You know which states are doing awesome, though.
0: I hear uh, Florida's doing well.
1: Florida, Texas, Georgia, Texas. Well. Yep. Yeah. We're all doing great, and our governors took unbelievable beatings in the media. Even yeah. Fox News was like beating up on my governor.
0: It is. Uh, it's a little disconcerting, you guys. It's a little yes. disconcerting. Um, with with Newsom, someone just released the transcripts of a Zoom meeting he had a while back. Which, Uh-oh. if you think, oh yeah.
1: I haven't heard oh, yeah. of this. You tell.
0: Uh, you had a city council member in, in Venice, California. If you've ever been to Venice Beach, you know, it, ever since, it, it's a hotbed for homeless people, crazies, drug addicts. It's it's gorgeous. I think they should bring the canals back, the, the canals in, in Venice. Board. So anyway, uh, the city council member in Venice was like, let's take, and I'm paraphrasing here, but this is the idea. Let's take some of this federal money, the stimulus money. We'll hold on to it, and we'll wait because a lot of these – there's going to be a lot of real estate coming on the market because these people won't be able to afford to pay their taxes. They'll have to file bankruptcy. So we'll use this federal stimulus money. We'll we'll play the waiting game. Then we'll grab up all these buildings for dirt cheap, and then we'll let the homeless people stay in there. That's That's the way they're going to capitalize off their fellow Americans' misery they they're going to wait for people to go bankrupt and then take advantage so they can house homeless people in there. Now, the other little wonderful thing, and I didn't know if everybody knows this, in the in the lovely city of of San Francisco, if if you're homeless, uh they will deliver. They will deliver drugs and alcohol. You yep. can get, you know, you can get methadone, you can get weed, you can get booze. So, that is uh Listen, California went a step too far a long time ago. But when they start trying to capitalize on people's misery and take stimulus money that's meant to help their fellow Californian, and they're like, "Here's what we'll do: we'll hang on to that, and then we'll, we'll grab up some real real estate, and then we'll uh, we'll let the the homeless people stay in there." California's a nightmare. Elon Musk, you might have missed this story. Elon Why? Musk has had enough. I hope he does. I hope so. He do does. I? He's threatening to 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 have Tesla leave California. I think I think Tesla's the number two business in in California.
1: I know, but it's his only manufacturing plant. Like he doesn't have other plants he can shift production to. It's his only one.
0: It's it is the it, it's a wonderful threat, and I'm glad he did it above board a million years ago. Uh, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio friends of mine worked for the limited Les Wexner back back when the limited was like had the limited the limited two uh-huh. limited Express Victoria's secret Lane Bryant I mean it was an empire and uh, <laughs> and the guy who ran the limited was like hey city of Columbus uh, you got you guys better start playing nice or I'm gonna leave I can take I can take everything somewhere else City of Columbus played nice less Lex Wexner uh, got his little subdivision so this is big that that yeah uh, Elon caterpillar Musk does would,
1: it caterpillar does it to Illinois all the time
0: hey it's part of like this is why when when remember when uh when AOC was like we don't need those jobs here and like Amazon opening up see ya uh, that that's huge that huge those are great jobs those mm-hmm. people spend that money in the community they pay uh taxes on that money oh here's another one I just don't want to forget this I just don't want to forget it so I'm gonna say it right now here's how disgusting here's how disgusting de blasio and Cuomo are a, a month ago they're like, please, please, Jesus help us! Please, Trump help us! Please, somebody help us! People are dying. We didn't know that they were they were taking COVID patients and popping them into nursing homes. Okay, we didn't know that. But everybody's like, holy crap! New York needs help. New York needs help. So, uh, so Trump sends the the Navy ship, and and Graham shows up with the Samaritan's purse, and nurses and first responders come from east, north, south, and west. How can we help? How can we help those people? I'll have to pay income tax. Yep. It's that is the most the most no the, the there's it's it's high up on my list of disgusting things. Are you are you seriously telling me, please help me, please help me. That, then help arrives and you go, "Okay, here's what you owe me for helping." You you dirty, disgusting sons of bitches, you make me sick you it absolutely and i tell you what franklin graham he, he's doing some good work out there in the name of christians he was on a fox news program the other the other day and they're like so what do you think about this what do you think about this and franklin graham uh, i sound more like jimmy carter but i'm sorry about that franklin graham says yes we we understand that that we will our employees will be taxed so we've we're going to pay them more uh, to compensate for that and it, it's not about the it's not about the money it's about helping your fellow man and 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 spreading the word of christ and i was just like dude he just knocked it out of the park like oh they're they're gonna charge me to help you don't worry about it so thank goodness uh the nurses and the volunteers but boy that guy's a, a bright shining beacon of hope that's just gross man
1: i mean i know there's some like weird taxation for somebody like you that does stand-up comedy and you're like your own business sort of thing
0: i get murdered gimlet yeah so you
1: you get get murdered because of the way you're set up but the way i understand it like these are actually employees of samaritan's purse which is located in another state These, these are actually employees of traveling nursing organizations that are located and they're being paid out of another state i don't see how new york can do that they're not independent contractors they're employees
0: Right. However, I mean, it's just it's just it's uh, it's a horrible rule. But like, even though my residence is uh, is is California, although I, I should add up the days I've been in New York because this happened to me on the last show. If I'm because I I have home base in in Los Angeles. OK, so this TV show, they they want you to work for them in New York. I pay both. I pay both. I got to pay. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. When I do my taxes... Ouch! Back, oh, good Lord in heaven. When I was doing uh, stand-up, like full-time, when the majority of my money was coming from stand-up, you're you're paying uh, Los Angeles tax, you're paying California tax, and then every state you were in. And then every state you were in, New York and, and L.A. Uh, being the worst. And it's... Uh, I'm not even kidding. As a stand-up comic, and my heart goes out, so all my brothers and sisters in, in stand-up comedy who, they're not getting unemployment. They're not getting unemployment. They're all independent contractors. And and you want to talk about getting hammered. For every dollar, for every dollar that I make as a stand-up comic, I get to keep right around 33 cents. Right around 33 cents. That's that's the nature of it. And that's why uh yeah, you know, That's a, that's a lot of fuel to my fire in, in, in terms of this and people, all these like none of this, like I, I'm not cool with 50%. I'm not, I'm not cool. I'm not, listen, if, if I make a dollar and I'm not, I can't even keep 50 cents. There's a big problem. There's a Very big problem. Big. Rudy Giuliani said something a long time ago. Somebody uh, uh, tweeted It's, it's indicative what it is. It's, it's indicative of, of a bigger problem. When you only get to keep thirty-three cents out of every dollar, that's indicative of, of, a, of a bigger problem. Rudy Giuliani said something back in the in the eighties when he had uh, taken over New York. He was t- taking some some heat for uh, not allowing people to to piss on the sidewalks. You're a homeless guy. You take a leak on the sidewalk. And they're like, "Are you still going to issue fines and send people to jail?" And nope. Giuliani's great. He started laughing. He started laughing. He's like, "Listen, if people are urinating on the sidewalk, you got a bigger problem. You got a bigger problem." That's right. Like, it's just that's a symptom. So, uh, and and you can't you you look at results. And and Rudy Giuliani took a a, a pretty garbage city, New York, was hot garbage back in Mm -hmm. the day and everybody thinks oh it's always been like this it's always no 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 back in the late 70s you couldn't you like oh I need to get a cab I need to get a cab out to the uh, early 80s out to the Bronx no you don't you don't want to
1: you don't want to go out there for anything I remember when my dad worked down in the city we went down to visit one time my mother took the wrong off-ramp and was getting ready to go over the wrong way over the George Washington Bridge, and she was almost having a heart attack. People
0: she, don't remember. She had remember. three kids
1: in the car. She, 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 <laughs> she, She's driving a minivan and has three kids in the car.
0: People she's don't like, remember that. <laughs> they don't remember that terror when you were like nope. – driving around there's no gps there's no sweet little soft right. voice on your phone telling you to make the u turn you have you have a map you have somebody has given you directions you've written them down no, make you, a left at the you old, have old a map
1: people. and a 12 year old reading it for you right and yes. all of a sudden you
0: look up and you're like oh, this god is right. this isn't right right so uh, so letting people. But how oh, many minivans
1: terrifying. do you think you saw on the other side of the George Washington Bridge?
0: And and listen, you guys, once you're on that bridge, you're committed.
1: You're, you're committed. committed. There is no, there's no turning back. You're in oh, it. God, you're
0: in it. So. Well,
1: uh, and here's here's an interesting thing. Okay. Um. Just because a bat virus, locusts, murder hornets. And a volcanic eruption weren't enough. Now people in Hong Kong are falling ill from a hepatitis virus found in rats.
0: Okay, I can't even deal with that yet. I can't (laughs) even deal with that yet. Yeah, the uh, the time will tell on on the COVID nineteen. This is uh, China. This is CCP. CCP's asshole. That's what it's all about. Uh, I love how they keep trying to pin the the bad economy on Trump. They can all uh, lick the underside of my balls. That's there, there's no way that that that's that's just laughable. Well, this this thing looks a look. lot more survivable. Ninety nine point eight mm-hmm. percent survival rate. However, and then
1: you gotta look the whole thing because are you gonna trust Trump to bring the economy back or Biden?
0: Yeah, we might have to cover that a little bit more. In the in yeah. the B block it, it's highly uh, survivable. They say that 75% of the population is worried that oh we're opening up too fast, we're going too fast, we're going too soon. I'll say this uh, before we go into uh, the C block because this is this is worth noting it's not funny it's just it's just the reality and you've probably heard it before. Uh, flattening the curve was all about not overwhelming the hospitals so they could okay. so they could treat people the vast majority of us have to get this thing that's the only way out it's that's going to happen no matter what we do in all of these models it's it's all we're all going to get it the vast majority of us are going to get it if we get it now and we have that 99.8% survivability rate which is awesome then we get herd immunity and then we don't have to worry about the old people. We don't have to worry about the at-risk people because the virus doesn't bounce around. So that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm going to Dallas. That's one of the reasons that I'm, and for the people who are holed up in their in their homes, you know, God bless you, I know you're afraid. The news is, they're very good at scaring people. And it's your right to be concerned and wash your hands, social distance, all that stuff. However, it's coming. And there's nothing you can do about it! Except nope. be mad at CCP! CCP is at all. We're gonna take a break and we will be right back with some more great stuff. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions supply, Federally insured by NCUA. With more show. It's, um, I want to say this, uh, too. Uh, this is, uh, I should, we should start with, I don't want to forget. That should actually be a segment on the show. Hey, do you remember when we did that segment about stupid laws in, in states?
1: Yeah, we used to do that a long
0: time ago. We need to bring that back. We need to bring that back. But I don't want to forget to say this, uh, beyond stupid laws and stupid states. I, I have to give a shout out to a couple, a couple of great companies this uh, I, I did a little thing for, and I'm not getting compensated for this. Uh, Meister. K A S E Meister. It's a family run dairy. They they do honey, they do cheeses. They said as a little thank you for uh, for me mentioning them. They sent me uh, a little like gift box of like honey and some of their cheeses. I was like a hobbit the other day. I cracked that sucker open, and they have, like, this special reserve cheddar. Oh, my God! It was so good. It a little was... bit of fresh honey. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. I had a I had a honey crisp apple I had all chopped up nice, nice. I do a little bite of honey, a little bit of the cheese, a little cracker. A little... It was fantastic. It's a great you... product. I highly recommend it.
1: Do you eat the blue cheese?
0: Yes, I do. Yes, if I do. You
1: get some If you get some, like. Top-notch blue cheese, and they put a little honeycomb next to it on your meat and cheese tray. That is phenomenal.
0: A million years ago, I was in Ireland, uh, and what was the name? I was at this this cooking school. My dad found out about it, wanted to go there. They had they had some blue cheese that they made, really soft, really. It was like a different kind. Very spreadable, yeah, like a cracker. Spread on a little bit of blue cheese. I know people are grossed out by blue cheese; it is kind of gross, but a little oh, no, bit of honey on there. It. Oh, it's delicious! It's delicious. Now here's I love another stinky one.
1: goat cheese too.
0: Haven't done the stinky goat cheese.
1: Oh, I want to say this sorry.
0: about you guys, and these are still available. Uh Trump Trump pouches, and I, I never give these guys enough love, but it is really an incredible product. It is proprietary. They take clay; it's organic, and they grind it up. And there's corn uh, husks and corn, you know, cobs, and they grind it all up and they compress it. And that's up. This is how the pilgrims, when when the pilgrims and homesteaders, they would have to keep their root cellars dry. These modern day archaeologists discovered this. They're like, how are they doing this? How are they doing this? And it was a, like a lot of corn husks in their in their root cellars. And clay it just sucks the moisture out of the room it just it's insanely effective so these these friends of mine who i met uh through uh an nra event they make these things and they, they, they these are they make several of them the ones that that i use are the trump pouches and it's like this brick of clay it's it's wonderful it comes in a burlap bag So it can it's breathable, but I'm telling you, it'll keep your ammo dry. It's great for gun safes. It is great for your like the bathroom. You know, like they so all the stuff in your bathroom. They tell you, well, keep it in a in a dry place. Don't let humidity get in there. But you're like, oh man, it's you know you got to leave it in the bathroom. Put it under the sink. Boom, boom. Trump pouch, skadoosh. They call it a Trump pouch uh, because these guys are also you know. Uh, pro-Second Amendment, and a portion of each proceed goes to uh, the Trump re-election campaign. And I'm all on board with that. So if you go to TrumpPouches.com or TrumpPouch.com, I should know the website. I should be a professional, and mention uh, the Loftus Party, I believe you get uh, another one for free. I got I got them in the, under the sink in the bathroom. I got them in the closet. I got them uh, by the guns. It's all good. So I, I don't want to forget those guys. All right. Here we got some we got some sad news. we got to talk a little bit about, uh, about Little Richard. Uh, he, he passed away. That's a sad one. That's a sad one. The architect of rock and roll. And uh, people don't realize just beyond flamboyant, you can't imagine. Uh, I, I can't imagine walking a mile in Little Richard's moccasins, you know, back in the 50s. Back in the 50s. running around running around the south behaving like Little Richard playing that kind of music I I can't, someone's got to make a movie someone's got to make a biopic uh, about that guy, that had to be a tough road to hoe, God bless you Little Richard for making rock and roll popular, okay are you ready for some exciting Star Wars news? okay the Mandalorian which is uh-huh. the, the bright, shining hope on the on the Star Wars horizon. It's that Disney Plus show. It's really good. It's really good. Our hero is a Mandalorian. And uh, Boba Fett, not a Mandalorian, but he wore the armor, the classic, you know, headgear and all that stuff. At the very, the, the, the ending episode this is a bit of a cliffhanger here. Our hero is in trouble. He's in the middle of nowhere. I believe it's Tatooine, the desert planet. And you hear, like, ching, ching, and you just see a foot come into frame. And everybody's like, holy crap, is that Boba Fett? Is that Boba Fett? And all the Star Wars fans, myself included, were, like, geeking out. Holy crap, it's Boba Fett. Because Boba Fett got killed like a little bitch in in, in Return of the Jedi when he fell into the Sarlacc pit like a freaking, it was like a cartoon – it was like a cartoon. Oh, my jetpack. And now I'm in the... So every Star Wars fan was like, that can't kill Boba Fett. It looks like it is Boba Fett. It looks like he is uh, still alive because they just announced it. The actor who played Boba Fett in Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, all that stuff, uh, that actor just uh, signed on. They They admitted that he signed on for Mandalorian season two, so you got the you got the original Boba Fett coming back. I don't care if he only does one episode. That just it's 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 wonderful to see them trying to right the wrongs. It's it's wonderful to see them trying to cor- correct these mistakes. Yeah, I still have, have to this- watch What's-
1: the Mandalorian.
0: Oh, you really should. You really should. The guy who. Uh, I always say his name wrong. He's a New Zealand director. Taiki, Taike. Uh, He directed Thor Ragnarok. He also did that uh, wonderful movie that was up for an Oscar last season about the little kid whose imaginary friend was Adolf Hitler. Mm -hmm. He 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 just got a Star Wars movie to direct. He's going to direct his own movie. He was the voice of uh, of an assassin droid. In The Mandalorian and he directed a couple of episodes that were really strong a couple of episodes that were really strong His problem is he does too many jokes in my opinion. They were a little jokey and then there's also uh, an Asian lady I I should have her name at the drop of uh, so I could throw it out there who directed a couple of episodes of Mandalorian Those were the strongest her episodes were the strongest Uh, of of the whole Mandalorian season. So I am completely jazzed about the return of Boba Fett. I'm completely jazzed that it's the original Boba Fett, and that's just fantastic news. Here's some more good news. When somebody
1: wears like all the stuff, does it matter who's playing them?
0: It does. It does, because you know who's under there. You know who's under there. It's, uh... No, really. When, uh... When I was a kid, very, very young, uh, my buddy t- turned me on to Star Wars. He's like, you got to go see this movie. You got to go see this. I was deeply affected. Changed my life. Just loved it, loved it, loved it. Then there was an event at the mall, at the shopping center, the big, the big, big mall, Eastland, one of four big malls. I'll let you figure it out. Eastland, Northland, Southland, blah, blah, blah. And they were going to have Darth Vader come. And I'm like, holy crap, Darth Vader's going to be there signing autographs. I couldn't go. I had... Uh, like Little League practice or something. It was one of those things where I told my parents in my head, I'll never forgive you for this. My buddy Todd goes, and uh, he gets us each an autographed uh, headshot uh, from Darth Vader. It was not Darth Vader. It was a different guy in there. And then the actor who played Darth Vader, uh, David Prowse was his name, English bodybuilder. He actually sued... Uh, 20th Century Fox and, of, and 20th Century Fox and Star Wars are like you're you're a you're a jerk you're a jerk we're trying to bring goodness and David Prowse is like no it's misleading people think it's Darth Vader but it's not so after attempting to villainize him him the fans were all on his side and and so you're not allowed to say it's Darth Vader if it's not David Prowse in there so then he went on his own tour and boy howdy I have an autographed uh, headshot of Darth Vader. And it's Darth Vader, David Prowse. It is the real deal. It makes a huge deal who's under there. It makes a huge deal who's under there. And that's the problem that they they have now with, uh, with Darth Maul. I'm getting so geeky. I'm getting so geeky. Because you have an actor, you have an actor, Ray Park, who did Darth Maul, who they killed in The Phantom Menace. However, uh, in a very brilliant way, he wasn't dead. He survived. And in the animated show, The Clone Wars... Uh, they brought him back, and the guy who does the voice of Darth Maul is not Ray Park, but he does such a great job. That in in Young Han Solo, they had to they got the original Darth Maul, they got Ray Park to be in it at the very end, so they used Ray Park, his his body, his image, but then they had the actor from the animated show dub the voice, which
1: was just God. like it's the
0: best. It's the best. Oh my gosh! So that's I love having good news uh, about Star Wars. I, I love it all so much. Well, and there's whole, so
1: little of it.
0: Oh, it's when you think about how they really, 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 really tried to ruin that franchise, and it's all endless, and listen. And I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna pretend that it's anything other than girl power. Like stop it with the girl power. It it demeans it demeans like it it demeans powerful uh, female characters when you have like Captain. Marvel. I think
1: Princess Leia was like awesome back in the day.
0: Oh my goodness! She
1: didn't need girl power.
0: It's I'm watching. Uh, I I, I didn't watch uh, Tiger King, but I have been watching season seven of the Clone Wars, which is a Star Wars thing. On Disney+. Plus, and there's a character, uh, Ahsoka Tano, on there who was, like, young Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. And she's fantastic. And they do this – there's, like, a four-part – it's a movie. It's a movie. And the production quality is really good. And it's all, like, Ahsoka Tano. And she's fantastic. Fantastic. And like I'm rooting for her. I'm worried for her. She's like, she's got pro it's it's fantastic. And you have to go back and you like, oh wow, I get yeah, there's a there's another strong uh female character, Rosario Dawson. She's gonna be in the Mandalorian too. And they cast Rosario Dawson, who is uh whose beard is she? Who is Cory Booker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she is; she's just gorgeous. She's a fine actress. She's going to play well, uh, was, Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian. She,
1: she was in the Netflix series Daredevil. She was really good in that.
0: Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, no,
1: she was really good in that. Oh, but I mean, yeah. here's what I'm scared Lips. about because I, I loved the first Wonder Woman installment with Gal Gadot.
0: Ooh. Yeah. There was no
1: girl power crap going on in there. She was Wonder Woman, and I'm so afraid they're going to screw up
0: 1984. Oh, Gimlet, I, I, I'm already listen. My defenses are already up. You know when you're, uh, you're. We well, we've, we've both been married for a long time, but you know when <laughs> you're like you're dating somebody, and you know you done them wrong, and and you, uh-huh. you're you're coming home, and you're like, Ugh, here we go. This is it. This is going to be a bad one. It probably won't end the relationship, but this is going to be a bad one. That's how I feel about Wonder Woman 1984. It's not going to end the relationship. Like, I really liked the first one. I really like Gal Gadot. But this is going to be like, we're going to have trust issues after this one. We're 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 going to have... And like in the future, oh, like she'll make a good movie, and I'm like, yeah, but what about what about 1984? What about Wonder Woman 1984? It's like, don't bring that up! Don't fucking bring that up! Can can you let that go? And I'm like, no, I can't! It was bad. they showed there's a still out from it because because Girl from Saturday Night Live is uh is is playing Cheetah, which is already, oh. but yes yes, oh. it, it's it's the girl. Oh my gosh, what's her name? She was in uh Bridesmaids and she was on she was the target oh, lady. The one
1: that used to do the one that used to do uh Sean Spicier.
0: No, no, no. No. What's that's her name,
1: M- 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 Melinda?
0: Melissa, Melissa? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this is that, oh that, I
1: could, that, that that I could do.
0: This is the girl from uh Bridesmaids and she plays Cheetah. And it's just going to be. And I think actually the guy who plays the Mandalorian is also a villain in it as well. Here's the problem, you guys. Here's the problem. And, and I'll say this. And this is what I was saying about uh, Taika, blah, 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 directing the Mandalorian and Thor Ragnarok. When you have it has to work as a drama. It has to work as a drama. Your script, your script. It has. Then when you have good drama, you've got good dramatic tension. Then the little jokes pop. And then what happens when the little jokes pop is that the, the studio and the producers are going to go, oh, give us more of that. The audience loves the comedy. The only reason the, the audience loves the comedy is because you, you need a moment to revamp more tension. It's like a roller coaster. It's not just straight downhill. You've got little you've got nuances in there. When you start casting comedians as villains, which they've done in Wonder Woman 1984, you got a big problem. You got a big problem. It takes people out of the reality. I think Wonder Woman
1: feel like you're gonna have a 16 minute on this one after you see
0: it. I hope not. Listen, I always want to be surprised.
1: I always
0: and and this is feel bad
1: going into it, which is never a good sign because I've known you for a while and you're 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 rarely wrong. It's it's (laughs) part of.
0: Well, we we gotta get going here soon, but I'll tell you guys this. It's from, like, I know how this stuff is made. I make this stuff. This is what I oh, wow. do. Like, and so, I, and I can't believe that people are, I, I, it's, it, this goes, this is a great metaphor for the whole show. When you think about the government, and, and the, the government is just people it's just people and and listen they're not all altruistic a lot of people are in this for themselves but that's the great thing about our system of government like capitalism we reward greed we we reward it uh, and and that's wonderful however if you go socialism you you're still going to have the same amount of greed but then it's just going to get horrible for everyone it's it's a, it's a bad recipe you think people would know that but you have to constantly remind them. Then you look at like so. so government is just people. Gov- it it really is. They're just like you and I. And it's the same thing with movie studios. You're like, how can they be this stupid, this absolutely stupid? And 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 then, then God help you if they get an an agenda. You they get an agenda. Like oh now we're gonna we're gonna raise women up. And it's just like you can smell it a mile away. It's horrible. They make goofy mistakes. Then they attack you for not liking it. I want. People work hard on this. Like J.J. Abrams, uh, Ryan Johnson, they work hard. They put in the hours. They write the scripts. They do the rewrites. But if it's flawed, it's flawed. I'm I'm sorry. Yes, you worked very hard. I'm not taking away the the work, but I want it to succeed. I'm not like, when when, uh, when I'm in a comedy club and another comedian is dying, some comics love it. I hate it. I want everybody to do good. I want everyone to do well. I want Wonder Woman 1984 to be a big success. I, gee, and it might, like, in terms of box office, I almost guarantee it will. You can do a, a mathematical... Oh, yeah,
1: but kind of like, what? what's Captain Marvel? It was a box office success because they released it, and you kind of had to watch it before you went into The Last Avengers. But it was a horrible movie.
0: Yes, yes. And the same thing... I mean,
1: with their best friend's daughter there and all the... You go, mom. I don't care if you die, cause I a strong, girl. Like no, that's how any that. of that would go on. I forgot. That's a great one to close it out on Mother's Day. On
0: Mother's Day, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. You need to you go, this, mom. You got this May little tie, girl. But it's okay. You got this little girl who says in the movie she doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have any friends. The only person she has in the whole wide world is her mom. And her mom's like, I might go to outer space. And I probably won't be coming back. And the little girl's like, okay, you go. (laughs) In what reality? In what reality? That's hilarious. That is a great coda. That is a great coda to our Mother's Day show. Horrible writing. Horrible writing. I'm going to Dallas. Get some tickets. Go to theloftistparty.com. Check that stuff out every day. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be our friend on Facebook. And I know it's a lot, but uh, the reviews on iTunes. Leave some stars on iTunes. I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.